Hello, hello, everybody. Coach Chloe here. Today, we've got Ferlaine and Mary for episode five. Thank you all so much for tuning in again, and we cannot wait to get started and chat with you today. In case you're new to us, we are The Habit Team. The Habit is a nutrition coaching company made for women by women. Our program is built for you with coaches who put your goals, lifestyle, and personality first. If you would like to learn more about us, head to the episode notes or go to thehabit.com. That is Habit with a Y to get more information. So today we have got Coach Mary and Ferlaine, and we are going to be talking about strength training and our experiences with lifting weights, debunking some myths that you hear in the fitness world, and some sort of different ways to use these training methods to reach our goals. Um, We always kind of like to start off our podcast with a little bit of an icebreaker. So since we're talking about all things weightlifting today, um, Mary and Ferlaine, what are your favorite exercises or your favorite muscle groups that you like to train? We'll start off with you, Ferlaine. So I'm kind of demonic in a way, and you might think of me in that way too (laughs) after I tell you what my favorite movements are. And first is actually burpees. Everybody knows burpees, and who doesn't love burpees? It's a great full body movement. So it's that movement that you're coming all the way down to the ground, your chest touches the ground, you're jumping up into a standing position and into a little plyo at the top. Again, full body, your heart rate's gonna go up regardless. And so coupled that with thrusters as well, which is also another great full body movement. It's the movement of bringing yourself all the way down to a squat with some sort of barbell or a dumbbell. And then as you come up to standing, you're gonna go ahead and press that weight overhead. Again, If you know me, if you've worked out with me, I am all about full body movements for that full efficiency. I remember during my um, CrossFit level one training course, we at the end of day two, I believe we all had like a workout and the coaches programmed something like 10 rounds of five thrusters, five burpees. And it was probably the most most breathy, like full body dying on the floor Fran lung type of workout you could ever imagine it was awful so the fact that you like those two it's impressive to me I know it's kind of demonic (laughs) Mary what about you well I'm different than y'all because I don't do CrossFit so y'all have that in common so for me it used to be shoulders I used to love shoulders well first of all my one of my biggest goals in my weight loss journey was to wear a like sleeveless shirt and have those sexy shoulders like I don't know there's something about like feeling like I don't know, just having sexy shoulders. That's weird, but it's true. I, no, I wanted that. If anyone that. has seen Coach Zan, she's it's just There's goals. something. I can, like, I can appreciate a woman with some yes. sexy shoulders. Absolutely. I'm like, dang, she's worked hard. And you can see that. But now, honestly, I... I love leg day because I used to not have a butt. I actually walked my butt <laughs> off. Okay. I used to have like a zero, but yeah, like I didn't it. have a butt. It was not there. And then I started learning how to train like my glutes properly and engage them properly. And now I love a good glute day. Like I love it. So yes. Once you see the progress, you're like, okay, I want to grow that booty. So now if I don't knock people over with my butt as I'm walking by, I'm, I'm not, I don't <laughs> it's want not it. worth it. <laughs> How do we both feel about split squats? Those are like the end of my being, a bane of my existence. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was just doing those today. I hate them, but there's, 
I mean, they work they're really so well. Good to, they're yeah. so they're good. good. They're so good for you mm-hmm. to grow that little peach. I but hate God, to I love them, but I do love every- them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know the amount of times I have to move my foot in a split squat to like figure my life out is ridiculous. <laughs> I would probably say, I don't know. I feel like for my favorite movements, it can kind of go back and forth depending on what I'm really feeling for the day. But overall, something I love to train is any of the Olympic lifts. I feel like they're so elegant and graceful and you can kind of just focus on those. And they're honestly really great full body movements as well. You have the clean and jerk and the snatch. I would probably say my favorite of the two is the snatch. I think it is just such an insane movement and I never thought that I would be able to do it. Well, and describe then that because I don't know it. what that is. Yeah. What's the snatch? So it is with the barbell starting on the floor. Um, it's the one where you have your hands nice and wide and in one swift movement, you bring it all the way from the ground, okay. catch it overhead in like a low now. squat. Yes. I've yeah. never done so that. that. That's scary. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the first time I have, I ever did it. It was probably pretty terrifying too and I was not very graceful with it but the more you train it it's just a really beautiful movement and it's just so fun when you just yeah, like hit your snatch a hard move not hit your sure. snatch but when you hit your snatch really nicely <laughs> it does look pretty it does look pretty all right well thank you ladies for chiming in um so I know that on social media in the fitness world there are so many conflicting ideas on strength training versus cardio and fasted cardio and fasted strength training and hit workouts and all sorts of these different things and our hopes today is kind of not necessarily to tell you a right or wrong way to do anything but just give you a little more education on some of the different types of training in particular anything involving weightlifting so we're going to kind of touch a little bit on some methods to get you a little more comfortable with strength training and talk about some of the things we've learned over the years with starting off being maybe a little cardio bunny like most of us maybe have been and then moving into weightlifting in the future and I know that all of us have found quite a love with that so we just want to share our knowledge and our experience and help you guys get a little more clear on what you should be doing. Um, So one of the first kind of main talking points that I have heard is is losing fat and gaining muscle at the same time the most efficient way to reach your body composition goals? And we have many, many clients come through the program who say, I want to get lean and I want to get strong and I want it to happen within three months or very fast. And sometimes that may not be the most efficient way to kind of reach your goals. Sometimes you have to focus on one over the other and then maybe get lean first and then work on building muscle or build your muscle first and then work on getting lean. So do you ladies have any thoughts on anything you've heard in that aspect? Yeah. So I can, we'll just talk about my experience because I think my experience is a little bit different than, than y'all. So we'll, we'll kind of talk about that. But for me, I started at 200 pounds. So to, to tell someone who's overweight that, oh, well, you need to build muscle first and then you can lean out. It's just, it's not realistic. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was, getting losing the weight and then I can change my goals as I as I lost my weight. However, when you are coming from a place where you've never lifted before um and you're even if you are in a caloric deficit, you can gain muscle because you will have that newbie gains. Newbie gains doesn't last very long. It's more people that it's like that first year of lifting 
you can see muscle growth and then it starts to kind of plateau after a while, especially if you're not fueling your, your body with enough food. And so you will have to eventually take a step out of that caloric deficit to, to gain muscle because you won't see any progress as far as muscle growth goes. Maybe you'll still see some weight loss, but not necessarily muscle growth. So, um, if you're overweight, um, my suggestion is, trying to get down to a healthy um, body fat percentage first, and then you can start re-evaluating um, and start um, gaining muscle. If you are really lean, like I was when I got down to 118 pounds, at that point, I needed to put on some fat and gain to gain some muscle um, to then uh, maybe lose some body fat and retain some of that muscle that I built. Mm -hmm. So it depends on where you are in your journey um, and how lean you are when you start and how... Um, where you are as far as lifting experience goes. Yeah. And I think one of the big points, Mary, that you definitely touch on is, number one, it's not a fast, quick fix to reach any of those goals. I mean, sometimes muscle gain can take years of training and increasing weights and staying nice and diligent with your training and fat loss too. You know, it's not always, you're not always going to reach your quote unquote goal within any sort of three-month program sustainably. And I know, like, like you mentioned as well, you know, you had to gain fat to gain muscle, which can be very scary for a lot of people to realize. But eating more food is one of the ways that you are going to build that muscle. And it's not something to be feared at all. Yeah. What do you think for Elaine? So I'm a little bit different in a way with my experience, just talking about it. Um, not a lot of people know this about me, but I was actually a cardio bunny or a cardio whore, if you if you wanna call it that way. But I have completed 15 half marathons, um, a full marathon, Tough Mudders and Spartan races. Like I, that's all I knew. So I, that, that, that's what I started my journey with was running I put on the headphones, you run, you don't need to buy anything. You don't, you don't need any equipment. You literally just need your body and you just go. Um, so I was smaller. I was skinny fat, but I got to a point that was just running, running and running. I got super lean in to a point where I just looked malnourished and I did not like the way my body looked. So I actually had to figure out how to, get to a certain level of my fitness and figure out, you know, what, what do I want next? What, what's my end goal here? And it definitely was not to look malnourished. Um, I wish I had more people talking to me. I wish I had, um, some help like the habit or other programs out there because I definitely was not fueling my body. Right. And if I had before, I probably wouldn't have taken this long to get where I am. It's again, it's taken me years to to get to a point of, you know, this fitness level and aesthetics. But I'm actually pretty happy of where I am now because of all the different things that I've tried that I couldn't say this a few years ago but I actually really love CrossFit and it's it's a different kind of training with adding some functional movements plus metabolic conditioning plus strength training like it's all in there already it's all it's all in one and it's the kind of workout that I do love and enjoy and, and I think I'm going to stay here for a little while because my goal is to build muscle like I'm I am at the point in my life where that is what I want I want to get stronger I want to be able to lift heavier weights I want to be able to 
play with Zion and feel like I can keep up with her. So again, I think it's just depends on what your goals are, just exactly what Mary said. Yeah, absolutely. I think bottom line, you know, you sometimes really just have to get clear with yourself with your end goal and whether that be to lose fat and gain muscle, you know, sometimes working on both of those things simultaneously is not going to get you as fast of results as you would like to. And you might just need to buckle down and be in it for the long run. It is possible, you know, but there are sometimes more efficient ways to reach whatever body composition goals you have when you kind of focus on one thing and not try to put your body through too much at once. Absolutely. And then with strength training too, you know, there are many different forms and types of strength training that you can see. I mean, that too depends on what your overall goals are with strength training. If you take someone like a power lifter or an Olympic lifter who is training their entire life for one single lift, that is going to be working on your overall strength. So you're going to be working on things within like the one and the five rep range and just going for the most weight you can get possible. That's what you're going to be training. If you're someone who is a bodybuilder or a usual person who's just like a gym goer who wants to just get that pump, that's going to be working on muscular size and hypertrophy. And that's going to be within the eight to 12 rep range. Um, And then if you're going to be working on muscular endurance, which is more for sports specific athletes, you know, like take a baseball pitcher, for example, who's going to use that one arm to throw 75 pitches in a game, you're going to work on anything in that 15 plus rep range. So within the umbrella of strength training, there's a lot of different categories that you can fall under depending on your goals as well. And I know with kind of the training that Ferlaine and I do, we work a lot of kind of a, a mix of everything. You know, we have days where we test our one rep max and then we have days where we have a movement with 20 reps in a workout. And then sometimes like, um, accessory work at the end can be more bodybuilding type. So all of those things can kind of fall under to under anyone specific training. And Mary, I know you in the gym said a little bit that you don't necessarily focus on. You have to lift this many reps at this weight, but kind of talk me through your training methods in the gym. Oh, so for me, if I'm doing a compound lift, like a squat or uh, overhead press, um, lat pull downs, RDLs, things like that. Um, Compound lifts are uh, meaning using more body parts than just what you're working out. So um, you're using your full body, you're engaging your core and all of those things. Um, I try to go for the six to eight reps because once I hit eight reps with that um, weight, then I know that I can increase that and then I start over again. So then I start, so if I'm lifting 30 and I can get eight real good and I know I can push out like two more or three more, I know it's time to up that weight. And then I move down again. So maybe I go to 35 and I can only do like three, but that's okay because I just start over and I keep going. If it's a um, accessory work like uh, lateral raises, um, face pulls, things like that, um, lunges, I go more towards the 12 to 15 rep range because you can get better mind to muscle connection when you're doing that instead of if you're going to try to lift like 20 pound dumbbells on a lateral raise, you're not going to get very many and you're not going to get that big bang for your butt. You might as well just go lower to like 10 and really get that good full range of motion and get those engaged. So it depends on what I'm working. If it's a compound lift, I try to go heavier. If it's a, if it's an accessory work, I go like to where I can get that 12 
reps in and I know I can get that good mind to muscle connection. So it's just exactly. Yeah. And it kind of plays into the, you know, how she mentioned with her compound lift, she wants to lift heavy and with her, um, lat raises and stuff like that, lat raises, bicep curls, you want those muscles to pop and you want those muscles to look big and defined. And that's going to kind of work in that hypertrophy range. So depending on your lifts as well, each lift and each goal can fall under those different categories as well. And that kind of leads us into our next idea of progressive overload. So what that is, is basically forcing the body through change and the body's not going to change unless it's forced to. And Overall, the idea is if you lift the same 15 pound dumbbells that you've been using for three years and you're grinding them out, you're doing 20 bicep curls with those all the time and you never feel like that's something that gives you any trouble anymore, the biceps are not going to grow anymore. And going until failure is important sometimes. I know Coach Lexis mentions this on her page quite often. She's like, if you're not struggling by the last two or three reps, like you're not going to be able to go heavier. You're not going to increase that muscle size. And I think this is why it's important to challenge yourself in workouts. And sometimes I have clients who come to me and say like, oh, I'm in kind of a lull lately. I'm not really challenging myself in workouts. I'm just kind of going through the motions. And sometimes this is when you need to really buckle down and say like, if I'm wanting my body to change, I need to continue pushing myself, lifting the heavier weights. Yeah, challenging yourself. Have you experienced anyone saying anything like that or any of that in your journeys? So the thing that I would just add on that is that I think the reason why uh, people get stuck is because of the comfort level that they are. They're comfortable where they are. They feel strong where they are. So they they get to that point where it it's just all they know, and it's harder to go a little bit. Le- the, you know, the level up is a harder way because they know it's going to challenge them. So they're they're they get scared and. I think mentally this is something that we all have to remember that if it's not challenging you, then it's not doing anything. It's not doing anything to your body. It's not doing anything to your mental state because you're, you're not, you're really not, you're just stuck. Just like the word plateauing, you're just there, you're plateaued. Um, in any kind of workouts, you always want to give, you know, the, the intensity that you give a workout or whatever it is in life is what you're going to get back. If you, if you work out 50% of what you're able to, you're going to get 50% back. It's like partner or a person A is doing the exact same workout you are and you're huffing and puffing and cannot even have a word out. And then person B is just lollygaggling around like, you know, lifting here and there and he, he's totally fine. So he's not going to get the same results you're going to get because you're putting in a lot more effort to it. And that's essentially what you want when we're talking about plateauing. You want to go to the extra mile, go challenge yourself. You're not going to get stronger if you continue to lift the same 10 pound dumbbell. But actually, it's what's really cool about this is that if once you get to the point where, okay, I'm, I think I'm ready to move up a weight, you go to the 15 pound dumbbell and you <laughs> might just surprise yourself of how strong you really are. You've done so well the past six weeks or whatever it is. And now that you're actually leveling, leveling up and when you're there, like lo and behold, you're strong as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. 
How about you, Mary? Well, and the other thing I want to touch on is that strength doesn't happen overnight. And I know this, and I'll just talk about this from personal experience. Well, okay, first, let me take a step back. You're not going to go into every workout and just like, break a sweat every workout like it's, yeah. it's, it's like every yeah. workout is not going to be your best workout and that's it's just not that's not the just like every day with new, your nutrition isn't going to be the best day of your nutrition um some days are going to be amazing and then some days you didn't hit any prs so some days maybe you mm-hmm. you were uh didn't get good enough sleep the night before so maybe you can't even lift what you le- lifted the time before because of sleep or you went out drinking one night or whatever <laughs> it is or um you're not you didn't get enough rest or whatever it is um but if you still see that that's why I, I'm a huge com- uh, believer of tracking what you lift because then you can see that progressive um yeah But um, yeah, so I was just meaning like, okay, so today I have been trying and trying for so long to get my 35 pound dumbbells and my overhead press. And I literally, I couldn't do it. And it was taking me so long. It's like, I continued to try and I kept trying. So my friend would help me like push my elbows up and then I could get it, but I could never just get them up myself. And it was taking me a long time. I couldn't get past that barrier. And then today I finally did it. I was like, yes, you did. (laughs) I was like, I got like two and I was like, yes. And it's like, when you finally get it, it was like you, I literally was, when you work so hard for something, it's like, you just want to like cry. It's like an emotional Mm -hmm. thing because it It seems silly, but it's like, you've worked so hard and you finally get it. And you're like, yes. And you want to like celebrate, but you want to keep going (laughs) in your head. You're like, concentrate, concentrate. But then you like do it and you just, you feel like a complete badass. Like it is because it's a goal and those strength doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it takes a long time and you have to continue to practice and um, build strength. And like my left shoulder is just really not as strong as my right shoulder. And Mm -hmm. my, that's the same with my glutes. I can tell when I'm doing like single leg RDLs, one glute is stronger than the other one. And it's like you, that's why it's important. That's another topic, but important to kind of work those single things. But anyways, but it's just, the strength doesn't happen overnight. Just like weight loss doesn't happen overnight. These things take a lot of time even for the most seasoned lifters, people that have been lifting for a long time, they're not going to go in every single workout and hit a PR every workout. It just is, it's not going to happen. So keep going, even when you fail, keep trying and keep going. Absolutely. To that too, like adding to that, like Chloe, you know, you know this, like back squats and just for example, like I haven't back squatted really heavy because I was pregnant and, you know, taking time off of actually training that too. And I'm not going to go back to, to the gym and lift my one rep max right away. Like it's going to take me a gradual time, gradual steps to get me back to where my strength was. Cause you do lose it. And that to add to that too, it's for safety reasons. Like you're not just going to go balls to the wall every single time you're there. So, and there's so many other accessory work that you can do to get strong enough to get, you know, t- to that heavier back squat One, once again. One thing I always say too is leave your ego at the door. So don't come in thinking, oh, I got to do a leg press with three 45 pounds on each side, but your, your, your form is shit. Well, you're not doing, you're not doing yourself any favors. Leave your ego at the door and just go in and focus on form and know that it's, you're not going to hit PRs every, every time. Yeah. 
But as long as you keep trying, you know, keep trying, keep pushing yourself. Like Mary said, leave your ego at the door. Keep grinding it out. It's going to you're going to see improvements and you're going to see changes. And that's that's what your body needs. So if this is your sign to increase the weights next time you go into your workout, this is your sign to increase the weights next time you go into your workout. Here it is. No getting past that one. (laughs) And then, of course, we have all heard, you know, the age old tale of cardio versus strength training and one's better than the other and one's going to do more for you and one's going to do less for you and everyone has their own opinion but Mary do kind of want to take us through your thoughts on that yeah so honestly there there's nothing wrong with cardio uh, there really isn't cardio has its place I I know a lot of people love hit cardio they love to get their their hearts racing and they love that feeling and that's great I'm all for any movement is is good movement um, exactly. and it all depends on what what your goals are so let's just say your goal like you were talking about how you've done like 15 freaking marathons or whatever if that's your goal obviously um, your goal your your goal needs to be um, getting yourself more efficient with running and so you're going to need to run okay but if your goal is to be stronger running's not going to get you there or hit training isn't going to get you there so you have to prioritize what your goal is so if your goal is to run a marathon then you accordingly to that that's how you need to train if your goal is to be stronger same with that, then you need to focus on strength training. That's just exactly what it is. Strength training, you're getting stronger. So um, depending on where your goals are, that that's obviously um, what you need to focus on. But there's always a time and a place for cardio. But I think if your goal is to be stronger, to build muscle, the cardio needs to be on the back burner. So, um, and I can just say that from experience. I used to walk Oh my gosh, I talked about this so many times. I used to walk so much. I was eating plenty of food, plenty of food, but I was walking so much, hitting like 26,000 steps a day, like tons of steps. I was walking, 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 walking. So all the strength training I was doing in the gym was kind of like doing nothing for me because I was walking it off. And so um, when I slowed down my walking and I kind of hit that normal, like 10,000 steps around that, that's when I really saw things changing because I wasn't walking off all that that I was doing in the gym. So I was prioritizing my strength training and not focusing so much on cardio or like just always moving, always doing this or running on the treadmill or whatever. But like I've said before, there's nothing inherently wrong with cardio. If you love it and it's something that clears your mind, you want to go for a run, do it, please do it. But also know that you have to prioritize what's what you're trying to do. Absolutely. And there definitely are different benefits of strength training and cardio. So for Lane, you want to kind of take us through those? Yeah. Well, like right off the bat, I would probably pick strength training versus cardio just because of its benefits and talking more so like long-term benefits doing cardio your endurance is gonna go up you're gonna raise the roof like it your endurance is gonna be there no um no question about it but weightlifting or strength training does increase hypertrophy and that's the growth of your muscle cells and that then releases the hormones or growth hormones and then in turn turns into and promotes tissue growth which allows your muscles to be bigger and stronger and that's you know that's what you want that's your goal then go for it it also helps maintain muscle mass 
and through life, through the different kind of functionality that you want to do, like you're functionally independent with being stronger in general. Not only that, it also helps with bone and joint health and it just fights natural weakening of the bones that happens when we when we get old um, although cardio is still a great form of exercise I think strength, strength training has a very significant advantage when it comes to long-term benefits mm-hmm yeah. And we're not saying, you know, cut out the cardio. Obviously, we would never say that. And having a healthy or a strong cardiovascular health and cardiovascular system is very important, you know, for longevity. But like Ferlaine said, um, bone joint, bone health, being able to be mobile and active as you age, like some of these things definitely can be achieved by strength training and building the muscle and keeping all of those muscle fibers healthy and those joints healthy and getting that movement in that sometimes cardio is not necessarily going to get you. So something that um, a lot of people have been reaching out to us lately that I've experienced at least is coming to us, you know, how do I fuel my workouts? How do I get the best benefits? How do I get the best workout? What if I'm going to be doing a cardio workout in the morning? What if I'm going to be doing a strength workout in the morning? You know, like I don't know what to eat to feel my best and to make everything worth it. So I think that's a big pre and post workout nutrition is a big thing that's been coming up lately. And I think it's great that more people are starting to put more of a focus on it. Um, And I think it's important to know that with cardio, fasted cardio, you know, it's it's something it's very popular if you're going to do. Um, a long walk or a treadmill workout or a spin class in the morning, you can do that fasted. That's okay. Your muscle fibers are not going to be breaking down too much. So something like that, I would say probably go for a pure carb source, you know, some fruit or some Gatorade or some apple juice, anything like that. But if you're going to be or like me, Rice Krispies treats. Ooh, yes. See, let yourself have those Rice Krispie treats. <laughs> it's a carbs. quick carb or like a it's cereal a bar. Carb. Like those are or rice cakes. Yeah. Any of those quick acting, like fast acting carbs, I'm all for it. Rice yes. Krispie treats. Seriously. Yeah. Your body is going to use that right up. It is going to convert that into those energies that your body is going to use to get you through that workout. And it's, you know what, it's going to taste good too. Rice Krispie treats, who would not want to eat Rice Krispie treats first thing in the morning? I think that's awesome. Um, And if you're going to be doing more of a strength workout, you know, anytime you lift weights, it's a big stress on your body and it's going to break down those muscle fibers. So it is so important. Yes, you still want your carbs to get in for the energy, but you do want some protein in there as well to make sure that your body has something to burn rather than pulling strictly from the muscles you've already built. So a carb slash protein source in the morning, you know, um, egg whites in your oatmeal or a protein shake mixed in coconut water or a protein bar, anything like that. If you're strength training, get that protein in. It is so important to protect those muscles. Um, I would say probably stay away from something super high fat. You know, it's not bad, but fats are usually pretty slow digesting. So if you're looking for that like quick energy, that quick burn, it's probably not going to happen. And the fat's just going to kind of get stored for a later time when your body is ready to digest that. But protein and carb for a strength workout, carbs for a cardio workout um, are probably going to do you well. And Verlaine, what is your favorite pre slash post workout snack? So I probably, I don't really have a pre-workout um, with the new baby. I don't have a set schedule of when I work out. So it's really like, 
whenever I'm able to fit a workout in, I go for it. So I don't really care much for a pre-workout. I mean, I, I eat really well throughout the day. So I, whenever I do have to, you know, feel like I need, I need to get a workout in, I'm ready for it. Um, in terms of post-workout, I just like to make sure that I have a good source of protein right afterwards. So anything, you know, anything between 30 to 60 minutes after a, a workout is kind of where I gauge myself. And I usually do a protein smoothie with uh, some fruits for some carbs. And that, that usually sets me up. I'm not, I'm, I don't take any supplements. The only supplement that I would really take, I would say is a collagen. Um, I let my protein powder that I use is called paleo protein. It's, it's very minimal ingredients. So those are probably the two things out of the post-workout that I, I actually use. Yeah. And Mary, I know you mentioned your Rice Krispie Treats is your pre-workout, but what's your usual go-to post-workout? So yeah, normally it's like a Rice Krispies pre-workout or a rice cake of some some kind of like that. I To me, and from my experience, as far as fasted or not fasted, I don't think there is any, like if you do fasted, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are going to gain or lose any better. It's more just what your timing is. So like if you wake up, like for instance, the coach Lexus works out at 5 a.m. in the morning. She probably isn't going to want to eat a breakfast at 5 a.m. in the morning to work out. So working out fasted. So it doesn't, it really doesn't matter. As far as like the anabolic window, eating protein right after you work out, um, as long as you're getting a sufficient amount of protein throughout your day on a consistent basis, you will be just fine. Um, as as far as the protein synthesis to your muscles. However, my favorite pre, my favorite post-workout is cauliflower oats with, with egg whites. I mean, I eat it almost every day, not even joking. So it's like my favorite thing. All of my followers know it's my favorite thing. It has tons of protein. I put tons of egg whites in it. It's like the most filling thing after I work out. Um, so I don't, I don't necessarily work out fasted, but I don't have a breakfast until after I get home just because I work out in the morning and then I come home. So I don't, I still eat like rice cakes, either two rice cakes or two rice crispy treats pop tart sometimes if mm-hmm. i have that Ooh, or yes. something something not very good for you quote unquote yeah. but it's like so yummy and it really just gives me that quick acting carb that mm-hmm. i need yeah 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 your body's just gonna use that right up i know pre-workout sometimes i'll have like a handful of swedish fish yeah and then just like head to sour my workout, patch get kids. some sugar in sour patch kids high chews anything with like pure carb source fast burning gonna give me that little energy spike is makes me feel good in my workouts <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So I want to play, you know, a little game now that I like to call Mythbusters. And I've done some research on some of the most common myths that you see in the strength training world, in the fitness world. So we're going to be debunking some of these myths right now to wrap us up. And the first one is something I'm very passionate about. And the myth is that only guys belong in the weight room. Thoughts? I actually see more <laughs> women in the weight room now, which is really yes. awesome to see. I think I it's it. definitely changing. Times are changing. Women are becoming more confident. They are realizing their abilities that they can lift weights too. They're bumping the guys out of the weight room. I think that is so important. Yeah. A lot of times I even notice I'm lifting heavier than the guys and I'm like, yes. okay, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. It's like I belong yes. here too, but I do see a lot of women and it's, 
women are so like, we just know. And so many times that I've like stopped women, I'm like, Oh, I love your outfit. You look so cute. Like I, that's my favorite thing to do in the gym is compliment other women when they're there. Um, because I think that it's important. Yes, it is. And so when you can see someone and you can't, you just complimenting their outfit at the gym, cause you know, sometimes we want to go to the gym. We want to feel when we feel cute. It's like, we feel like empowered and that's how women are. It's like when we have cute new leggings or whatever. So I always comment on women lifting and and seeing them lift. I think it's really empowering. Yeah. We belong in the weight room just as much as men. Like Mary said, sometimes we even lift more than them and, you know, show them, show them who's boss, show them what's up. So put on your cute outfit, hit the weight room. Don't be nervous. Everyone starts somewhere. So if you have been hesitating to kind of make your appearance in the weight room, go for it. It's only I up just from say here. if you're embarrassed, put a hat on, put headphones on, get the over the <laughs> mm-hmm. ear, put your hat down low and just stick to your, yeah. you know, bring some dumbbells to a corner, put your hat down, put your hat on, get your headphones on, feel look very unavailable, basically. And just <laughs> yes, look cute. And you can just stick the hat on, just be in your own bubble, throw on some music and be in your own yeah. environment. Don't even like look available at, at all. Nobody is really paying attention to you anyways, but if that is something just stick to your own own self and I think Chloe too like being in that CrossFit environment or the community like you go into a class and you automatically like look for that person that you want to compete with and it's usually oh yeah a guy oh yeah that's that's how I do it like I I want to compete with another guy in the room like they don't have to know that I that I'm competing with them but in my head I beat them and I'm like yep I got you. It's it's just very empowering, like what Mary said, to be able to do that and be able to compete. Yeah, yeah. Bottom line, women belong in the weight room just as much as men do. Nothing else to say about that. Drop mic. (laughs) Number two, myth number two, weightlifting or strength training will make you bulky. No, women don't have enough testosterone in our bodies to be bulky. People, women that are bulky, they're really doing that on purpose. They're eating a crap ton of food, like over 3000 calories of food, doing it on purpose, training with high intensity. Um, women don't have enough testosterone in their body to look bulky. We will then we will basically get the curves and the femininity that we want. Um, and that's because we will get the muscle um, body recomp that we have. But as far as getting bulky, no, because we don't have enough testosterone to do that. I always say weightlifting won't make you bulky unless you want it to. If your goal is to be huge and you want to eat all the foods and just build muscle on muscle and just get big and strong and everything. Yeah, you can. But you have women who have been weightlifting for years and they're not bulky. They don't look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in the middle of, you know, a bodybuilding show like they look like women. And so if you, if your goal is to get bulky and to get huge and you want to eat all of that food, yeah, you can, but picking up some weights every once in a while is not going to instantly make you look bulky. It'll just make you stronger. Yeah. To, to add to that too, it means I totally agree with Chloe and Mary here. Like these women that, you know, quote unquote, look bulky, they are doing this on purpose. They are training six to eight hours a day they're eating crazy amounts of foods and cal- putting in tons of calories in because that's their goal um, so 
if you're not, that's not going to happen to you. If you lift weights, that's not going to happen to you. If you strength train three times a week. So bottom line, ladies pick up those weights and lift heavy shit. Yeah, exactly. Myth number three, strength training burns less calories than cardio. I know Ferlaine touched a little bit on this, um, but weightlifting increases that metabolism, which involves increasing lean muscle mass. And that is going to make your body overall at the end of the day, burn more than if you were just purely doing cardio. So you might burn more calories during your cardio workout versus doing a strength training workout but the afterburn is really what you're looking for here so after you're doing your strength training because your muscles are repairing itself your your body is actually still metabolizing and that's what you want you want your body to continue to metabolize and this is like something that we all preach about we want to rev up your metabolism that means eating more food that means adding muscle to your body i agree with everything you just said (laughs) (laughs) yeah absolutely All right. Myth number four, body weight workouts are just as effective as strength training workouts. So if I actually talked about this on my um, stories the other day, somebody asked, are home workouts just as effective? If you are focusing, so let's just say you're, you're a beginner and body weights are basically all you can do. Yes. As long as you are pushing yourself and you're progressively overloading, we can come back to that. Like we talked about, then yes, you can see. So if you're working out from home and you can progressively overload with your home workouts, yes, you can body weight workouts the same. If you are, um, just starting out and you can only do like, um, a squat, like a body weight squat, and you can only do like two, but the next time you do it and you can do three, four, five, and you continue to do that and you're progressively overloading. Yes. However, there's going to be a time and a place when you're, then that's not going to, that's going to be easy for you. And when it becomes easy for you, you're going to need to add some weights in there. So as long as you're progressively overloading, no matter where you're working out or how you're working out, as long as you're getting stronger over time, you will see results. But if you're not, um, then probably not sad news. For Lane, I know you do a lot of um, body weight options for some of your workouts. Do you have anything to kind of add to this? I definitely agree on what what Mary said. You know, uh, body weight workouts are still great, and especially if you're into that that beginner phase still, your options are plenty. You are able to really get creative with them and still see progress. But again, we're coming back to that progressive overload, right? If you are already plateauing on your your body weight movements, then something has got to give. Something has to change. Even now, you're at the point maybe you're you know you're diff- progressing to a different movement, adding some stability and stability in in the movement, and then you get to a point where that doesn't doing anything for you anymore then you go ahead and start adding resistance now you're adding more weights so yes body weight workouts are still a great workout but again you you got to figure out where you're at in that level of fitness and when to move on to that next phase and then myth number five last and not least with strength training you will see results instantly i mean we are in a world full of instant gratification that's all we ever want we want instant gratification with everything doesn't matter what it is 
everything takes time. Um, it's like the dating world. Let's take that for instance. You don't just like go into it just like knowing someone. You have to, it takes time to get to know someone and takes all of that time to build a relationship and to build trust and to build respect and all of that. The same thing with lifting, the same thing with losing weight. All of these take time. The key here is consistency. That's where every, if I could just tattoo consistency on my forehead, because <laughs> I don't know how many times in this past three years I've said that word is you have to be consistent. If you're, if you think that you're only eating 1500 calories during the week, but then you go on the weekend, you do like a, every weekend, it's this mad binger and you're just eating 3000 calories or whatever. Your your uh, overall average is not fifteen hundred calories. Um, if you're going into the gym and you're just giving it, you know, fifty percent, like Ferlaine said, then you're going to get fifty percent back. So you have to give it consistent effort over a consistent period of time. Mary, can we have that consistency? tattooed on your booty instead of your forehead yes because we know that's all yes love it it'll just get bigger and bigger as she continues to grow I mean I will be knocking all over and I will be the one with the last laugh okay I love it and I definitely agree you know anyone who has had a long strength training journey does not reach their end goals honestly probably ever everyone's kind Mm -hmm. of trying to improve trying to better themselves so this instant gratification and this idea that if you lift weights for a week you'll instantly have the body of your dreams is like so far-fetched and it it's a process and it's gonna take time years maybe if anything you know minus abs how many people are like i want abs no, yeah. it doesn't happen overnight, bro. Like, the funny thing. Please don't do 100 sit-ups The either. funny thing, and that I see so many p- times is people are like, I want shredded washboard abs, but I want a fat ass. And those are kind of two conflicting ideas. You know, if you want to be completely shredded, you got to eat a little less food. And if you want to grow that peach and have a nice big booty, you got to eat a little more food. So this kind of goes back to our beginning thought of, you got to define your goals and what's more important to you right now should be kind of how you're training. Newsflash, spot training doesn't work. It, it doesn't work. So keep that in mind also. All of these things that we've seen in the fitness industry, you know, have been so prevalent and there is such an increase in, you know, wanting to strength train and everyone has their own opinion on everything and the hopes of this is that we can just clear some things up for you share with you all what we've learned over the years of doing both so I hope that this kind of cleared some stuff up for you all and ladies thank you so much for joining me does anyone have any closing thoughts feel empowered that's all I want for women is to feel empowered and when you feel strong you feel empowered and so women are stronger than they give themselves credit for um, we're built for this. We can do this. And so just learn to, to push yourself. And when you do that, you're going to feel empowered. So empowerment, that's my biggest thing. And ladies feel empowered to lift those weights. <laughs> Don't shy away from them, please. I know this is like continuously do it. say this, but grab those heavy weights and build yeah. that confidence. Do it. Absolutely. Well, thank you ladies for joining and tune in to us next time. We are all here to chat. Thanks for listening. Bye.